Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, there we go. And now I'm going to start the YouTube stream. Okay. And let's see. Everybody's good. And I'm going to start the live. And three, two. Hello, everybody. Welcome to When Calls the Heart After Show here on JLJ Media. I'm one of your hosts, JLJ of JLJ Media, James Lott Jr. And of course, my partner in all things, uh, Hardy's and When Calls the Heart Related, Marissa Serafini. Hello, Hardy's. Hello, everyone. Hello, James. And to our special guests joining us today. Unless, you, unless you're listening to us and don't know this, but if you're watching us live and you're not, you can see, we have two great people. One person was on last week with her other partner, Polly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she she she, she, like, she's really blessed on this show. We, have, we welcome back the Miss Wonderful Loretta Walsh. Hello, Loretta. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. Yes, we're happy to have you too. And for the first time on our show, the first time, it's a first, getting some good first time guests this time. You know him as Ned Yost. He's been on there for the whole time. And he has had storyline, storyline, but now it's become half of the heart and soul of Hope Valley. When they got married last night on the show, we're happy to have him to our show, Rothgar Matthews. How are you doing, Rothgar? Hey, hey. Hello, hello. <laughs> so welcome. Uh, so, so first we do the, I always say the church announcements. We do the church announcements first. We are JLJ Media. This is my online network. I have over 35 shows and um, ranging from soaps to Star Wars to everything in between uh, and including When Calls to Heart. All the shows are here. Um, go ahead and like, subscribe, and comment while you're here. If you're new to the channel, like, subscribe to it. Check out the other episodes. Um, check out this episode. Share this episode with any Hardy that's out there. Everybody who's a Hardy needs to see this. Um, and so please share with them. Also want to thank the main Hardy's page for letting us share this on their page. They're with 87,000 now on Facebook. It's just crazy. Uh, we love them. Thank you so much. Thanks to uh, Hallmark, Crown Media. We're also on the audio channel. So it's the number one show on my, on my audio network. We're on everything from Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple. Just look under When Calls the Heart After Show with the logo made by the wonderful Marissa Serafini. She made the logo. So you can see that. Uh, it's on there. Uh, so please, please, please subscribe, comment while you're here in the chat room. Um, hit the like button while you're here. And if you have any questions for them, you can ask us and we'll take a look down. And Flo-Yo is here. So thank you so much. That's the church announcements for today. Have a nice evening. Hi, everybody. <laughs> I, see, I see all this stuff on your show. I see all this stuff. You're always promoting. Um, congratulations on a successful episode yesterday. Both thank you so much. Yep. Oh my uh, goodness! Yeah, I mean, it, it was everything. Right now. It was everything. It was like it was everything we needed to have as a when calls a heart fan. For many of us who've watched from the very beginning, it was everything the show stands for: uh, community, uh, hope, love, comedy. There was some comedy in there. Um, it was a little bit of everything. And I just and I want to know both from both of you. 
how are you feeling? Now that it's aired, how do you both feel? So Loretta, please go ahead and start and tell us how you feel. Oh my goodness. Well, I called Mr. John Tinker today and I just said, I just, I, I don't want anything from you. <laughs> I just want to say thank you. I said, I'm so overwhelmed by all of the outpouring of love and support and generosity um, from the fans of this show. Please know if you have tweeted at me, if you have commented on Instagram or Facebook, I am, I'm, I will get to you. I will. I'm seeing all the beautiful comments and I want to say thank you to you as well all of the Hardys for, uh, for supporting this, this storyline and both Rothgar and I and Johanna as well within this, within this story. It's been just a wonderful experience. And uh, I'm, I'm so happy that we can now speak really freely about it because it's been difficult to, to keep all of these secrets. <laughs> I know, like glad we had you last week. We're like, okay, we can't say anything more. We can't ask anything more. We gotta be quiet. Um, now we can ask you everything. Um, Rothgar, how do you feel? I feel great. I, I just watched it again today, uh, and uh, it's I, I, I enjoyed it so much. It was such a beautiful little place to be. I love it. Yeah. Marissa's the type of people watch it several times, too. She likes to watch it a couple times. I did. I, I watched it a couple times, this episode. And I went, the, the first time I watched it, I was so emotionally moved because at the beginning of the season, we had no idea that Team Floyo was going to come to be. And then now we're nearing the end. I was like, we should have had this years ago. And I really, really enjoyed watching the two of you, you know, your relationship blooming on camera. And it's such a special treat that we honestly, we, we got spoiled with. Oh, well, that's so nice. I think, I think, you know, I can speak for both Rothgar and myself, and I will speak for <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, Florence. Okay, Florence. <laughs> you know, Flo's a little bossy. Uh, I think we can both just say that it's been so lovely and so thrilling to be able to uh, discover this storyline and, and, you know, have the writers and, and John Tinker and the network, you know, really support this story. And, uh, and I think it's brought a lot of joy to people and it's certainly brought a lot of joy to me. And Rothgar, how do you feel about being a love interest? I mean, like, you know, some of us, some of us men with great our beards don't get to be love interests. No, I'm as overwhelmed as Ned. So uh, I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> I go with the flow, as uh, as Florence says. I go with the flow. <laughs> but, I mean, so, but, but it must be really nice when they, when they, when did when you find out that you were going to be having a love interest coming I mean, you? Because you were a widower. That's how you were on the show this whole, all these years. Uh, mm -hmm. when, when were you, do you remember when you were told that you would have a love interest? Well, uh, Florence, uh, or uh, Loretta and I uh, joked about it uh, last season. I remember we were talking about, yeah, season 33 uh, <laughs> Ned and 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 uh, Florence are going to get together, and then <laughs> then this year they just sprang it on us. I, I think I think Loretta had more to do with it than Ned. Uh, Ned just goes along with whatever happens, and uh, I think uh, Loretta was a little more aware of uh, what our storyline was going to be. But uh, yeah, I think it's it's sort of uh, it's sort of a good uh, match for Rothgar and Ned to be kind of just uh, swept along with whatever goes. Are, are you that type? Are you that type of guy that you're like that type of actor? You get your sides, you get your script, you just you just go from script to you don't like look ahead or. 
Spectrum. Yeah, I kind of just like to go with the just to just to see what happens and and not to know too much in advance what's going on. That's the way I like to work. So it worked really well this year. Yeah. Marissa? Yeah, you know what I also enjoyed uh, besides you know watching your relationship grow together on screen is that there was a brotherhood moment in this episode that I also wasn't expecting with Ned and Gown, which was like presently sur- yes. surprising to watch. So you know, uh, well. How, how did you think that friendship um, between these two men came about? You're talking about with with Gowan. Yeah, yeah, him, him and Gowan. And how, how do you think that friendship, you know, really developed? You know, um, what I really like about that is I know Martin. He lives in my neighborhood and we run into each other on the street. And, and uh, we've known each other for a while. And my wife's worked with him on different shows and stuff. So uh, that was a real natural kind of uh, bonding that we had that... Uh, that we have on and off screen so it was kind of nice to to uh, to be able to have that on screen because uh it felt a little uh, a little real and i i just love the way martin works too because he's always just so in his boots and so loose so yeah that was a that was a special moment for sure yeah, i was gonna yeah. say because you guys were kind of friends over the years like over the years you never never fought or anything over the years i'm just i couldn't think of anything so it, it, it seemed organic that you guys were you know yeah, I mean, we had that little misunderstanding with the letters and the yeah. mail earlier in the season. So that was kind of a nice little bump, which gave a little little grit to the relationship. And then uh, we got through that. So, yeah, it was kind of a nice. Uh, yeah, I think. And I like too. I really love that opening scene where all the other guys are in the general store and they're all uh, giving me advice or not giving advice and thinking that it's over between myself and Loretta. And then that juxtaposition with uh, Martin, because he comes in and he's like, well, if it's not today, then maybe it's not today. And that kind of grounding, I think, is what Ned needed. So, yeah, it was, uh, it was uh, I love the, the, the dynamic in that first scene. And then the juxtaposition with the second scene with, uh, with uh, Gowan, yeah. That's true, because he's sick, as he said, you know, like, first he was like, well, if you don't do it, don't do it. And he's like... You should trust your gut, and that's how he kind of he kind of came around. I was like, just trust your gut. Like, just if you if it's good, and you're like, that's what I need to hear. That's what yeah. I, need. I I saw. You know how us men think? We think differently than women do. So there's a whole you know you gotta you gotta work us a little bit. Um, that's right. And he did. It's like I was like it was a very natural buddy kind of thing to do. So like, yeah, well, yeah. Don't, don't do it then. You know, okay, it's fine. I, I did. I love that. It was really good. Yeah. yeah um. Uh. Yeah, there was, I felt like there was a lot of character development for both of you this season. And um, we got a lot of Ned. I feel in the, the last couple episodes, you know, his affinity with bees and now also learning, uh, you know, from Katie's perspective of his past with his um, late wife, you know. So I like, I really enjoyed the, the character development. So you being there since day one, you know, what's it like now seeing your character like really being flushed up? Yeah, it's really nice because, you know, you're in the background for a lot of it and uh, and that's fine. And you build a little life for yourself, of course, to try to keep it real and everything. So, yeah, it's nice. I think it's I, I, I suspect that it's it's hard for me to say, but I like seeing that with the other characters too, the development of the other characters, because it's a whole village that, that, that we have ultimately. And it's nice to uh, it's nice to see that with all the new and the newer, newer characters that are coming in. And I just like, I, I, I gotta say, I love, love, love working on this show, partly because I love working on that set. I love being there because it's a full, full set. It's, it's a real town. We're really there. 
and I, I, I just, there's something so uh, romantic and beautiful about it. I have, to, I have days where I just, I'm just so, so happy to go to work because I love that. So I love, I love the fullness of the town, I guess. Yeah. And Loretta, so last time we talked about it a little bit, but now we can talk about it because Rothgar's here. You know, for those of us of certain ages, it was kind of cool to see a second chance story happen, mm -hmm. um, yes. which gives hope to people who, whether it was a loss by death or by sort of divorce or anything, I mean, you guys, it was, it was, it was you know, widow and widower. But I, I kind of like that this was, there was shows like there can be a second chance. Um, so Loretta, I know it's been, now we're going to be talking about it, it must be really great to play that. It's so great. And, you know, I really loved the idea of Florence being surprised at the idea of, of, of having a second chance, that romantic love. I think, you know, for, for both Ned and Florence, they had certain obstacles over the years that was a lot to do with healing and being able to sort of heal from, from losing their first spouses. And so, yes, when, uh, when I was asked, you know, by Mr. Tinker, what would you, what would you like to see for your character? I said, I, I think it would be so um, delightful and also kind of funny for Florence to discover love again. And so having a second chance at it. And he went with it and said, uh, yes. I love that idea. Great. Who? And I said, well, Ned and Florence kind of have a thing. And he said, good, let's do it. We'll get them married. <laughs> I sort of thought, oh my goodness, <laughs> wow. And so then, you know, uh, John Tinker and all of the writers and the producers and network came to, came to really build this beautiful story. And yes, it is very heartening. It's, it's very heartening to, uh, you know, to put the idea out into the world. It's not over. It's not over, you know, yes. you, can, you can love and you can lose and you can love again. Yeah. So that's uh that's a really a really lovely thing to consider. I want to yeah. tell you, Oscar. I loved the suit. I loved your suit. I would well, wear. It. I'd wear it today. I loved it. Right on. I don't even. You know, I, I got to look at it again. I haven't even. I. It's not terrible. I. I. I looked at the dress. I looked at the dress. The dress. The dress. The dress. I didn't even look at the suit. <laughs> I just put whatever they tell me. I just. Put <laughs> I want to tell you from like as a guy. I was like. I like the cut of it, I like the way it looked. I thought it was very classic. Like you could, if I had that today, it kind of would fit. It was like it's a classic thing. I mean, it's from my, my grandfather or something, you know, I don't know from back then. Um, but I just, I, it looked really good on you, but I, I liked the, I, I was weak going, I like the men's fashions I only really look at on there. I just, I mean, it's always, it's, 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 it's the women, you know, or, right. or Lee's plaid pants, you know, one of those things. But other than that, <laughs> I'm gonna look at the, I like the fashion of the guys, but I liked your, I was like, I wrote, I wrote down in my notes, I love the suit. I think I think I've got a little piping on it. Is that the one? I think yes, there's piping. Yes. On it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it was pretty, very uh, sleek. It was just kind of like it was really. It was just I, I liked it a lot. I, I did. I did okay. like it. I liked Thanks. It. it was good. Well, uh, I got to be the female here and ask Loretta about the the wedding dress because <laughs> we've seen over the last two episodes there was a lot of uncertainty with Florence in picking out the the perfect dress, um, but you know it ended up being Molly's. And, and, you know, thanks to her character's graciousness. But did you know going into this that that dress would kind of come full circle? Was that always planned? I did, yes. So when that dress was introduced earlier in the season where Molly buys it to impress Bill, uh, I knew that that was going to be Florence's wedding dress. So Peter DeLuise was, was directing that episode. So he said, 
you gotta love this dress. <laughs> when you see her, you gotta love it because that's what you're wearing on your wedding day. Wow. So I was like, okay, great. And it's a beautiful dress, you know, like not too much acting required, right? And so then right. they then they just adjusted it and added some some extra pieces to it and, and made it, you know, into Florence's wedding dress. And and uh, and there is a contest right now. For, for those hardies in the United States, uh, you can win Florence's wedding dress. Okay. So if you go to uh, Hallmark Channel USA to, to their, their Twitter or their Facebook or whatever, you'll see all of the details. But some lucky lady is going to get to keep that beautiful, beautiful dress. Oh, wow. Okay. That's awesome. Hallmark Channel USA. Okay. That's, okay. Wow. That's great. Like an that. Awesome. Yeah, it was yes. And with the, the wedding dress, a, it was gorgeous, but B, it brought such, a, like, quite honestly, my favorite moment of the entire episode. Um, the, between Floma, Molly, and Florence, and the, the touching moment where they finally get to appreciate, appreciate each other's friendship and what they mean to each other. So, you know, and we had Joanna on last week, but now finally having seen just the culmination of their relationship, what was that filming like? With your best friend. Before you say, before you say anything, Loretta, I gotta read it because I cried like a baby when you when you said this. Okay, Missy got to be right. Missy got to be right now. Got, I'm a big. I texted James during this moment. I was straight up bawling. I, I'm six feet, two hundred fifty pound, big man, and I was crying and over there on my chair like a baby. <laughs> when you said, when your character said, "You're the sister I never had, the mother I forever wanted." The friend I've always needed. I mean, hello. What a beautiful thing. The, the writing, that's, I mean, I've never heard that. I've said so. And you, because since the call, since coming out of the, out of the, out of the minds, that's how you feel about it, about her. Yes. I, you know, I love that scene. That's my favorite scene of the episode. And I had some extraordinary scenes. Um, uh, there's no acting required, really. I mean, the first the first time <laughs> we did the scene, I couldn't stop crying, but I was like in the full, like ugly cry, like <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. what I'm saying. And so then Siobhan, who was directing the episode, just goes, cut. Loretta, you can't cry like that. <laughs> it's too much. And I was like, I know, Siobhan, I'm sorry. I just have a lot of feelings about this because it really is the culmination of really why I was attracted to When Calls the Heart in the beginning. I really wanted to do a TV show that was about the sisterhood of um, best friends and women who support and love each other and hold your hand when life is tough and celebrate for you when something good happens. And so that Flomo relationship is, has really been such a joy to play and um, something that I really personally believe in, you know, which is, um, which is valuing your friends, 
you know? And so I hope that as our audience was watching it, they were thinking of their best friends, you know, and sort of just being reminded to, man, like appreciate your best friend, hug your best friend, celebrate your best friend. It really is a very special bond and a really important and uh, lovely part of life. So, and to do the scene with Johanna was the cherry on top of the whipped cream, on top of the ice cream, on top of the ice cream. <laughs> Because, you know, she's a real life friend. And so to be able to just be really vulnerable and really talk from my heart and um, with her, looking into her eyes, it was a really, really special moment. And uh, yeah, I was really, I was very emotional reading people's reactions to that scene. I'm, I'm really, really moved um by people's response and um yeah and so grateful to be able to say those words and I think you know from getting that scene in the beginning I don't think any of the dialogue changed I think from the very first draft of it to wow. the performance it was just so beautifully crafted and you know <laughs> just thinking about it would make me really wow. really verklempt wow. so Thank you. You guys did a great job. And, and Rothgar, you had a couple of scenes too that were really touching. And one with Elizabeth. Yeah, that was a great scene, wasn't it? I mean, I mean, not that because I was in it, but I, I, <laughs> I was so good in that scene. Holy moly. No, yeah, that was a lovely touching moment for sure, wasn't it? And I love the fact that we got to share that, that experience that we have, the common experience of, of losing someone that we loved. I thought that was, uh, yeah, really lovely lovely moment i cried then too i i was i was excited because it was and it was funny because you both were sitting across sitting next to each other and it was just kind of like this it was seems so real because i mean we've all people have lost people in life and you, you wish you had that one more time with them and you guys were really connecting um yeah. as char characters you know because you always come to the mercantile and get stuff and you know whatever but this time we actually saw you guys really connect I yeah, thought, yeah, it was a nice, it was a nice moment with Elizabeth for sure for Ned. Yeah, because I think we do often keep things fairly uh, formal, and then to have that moment and sitting there, it was yeah, that was a lovely, a lovely thing to share with her. Yeah, yeah, that was, it was very quiet. It was a quiet moment. It was like a, it was like a quiet. It was in the corner. Literally sitting in the corner. You know, yeah, whatever. Just leave. It was like it's a little quiet. It was kind of like it was a little reflective, um, and I thought it was kind of it was kind of cool. Marissa. Yeah. Right. And and not just Ned, but Elizabeth had a great moment with Florence as well. And what was really interesting to see is that Florence had some insecurity about herself in this yes. episode, oh, thinking she was an ugly duck. And I'm like, where is this coming yeah. from? <laughs> but Elizabeth's just right there and being the best Elizabeth that she can be and really, you know, convincing her that she's a beautiful swan. I'm like, I love that moment between Florence and Elizabeth. So what was that like between you two? It was really great. You know, I think that um, Florence was a little bit perplexed about why she was being so difficult about her wedding dress and picking a dress and her hair. And she was being really, you know, which is a bit on brand for Florence to be <laughs> about things. But I think she was genuinely going, I don't really know what's wrong. Like, what is it? What am I trying to figure out here? And then she's sort of like, I want to express myself in a way that I feel inside. I want to show Ned how I feel. But I think ultimately what she decides upon and what she realizes about herself is that 
she's actually being really hard on herself. And I think that when she lost her first husband, there was a light that went out for Florence. And I think that she had not really um, stepped into her own sense of, of femininity. And she wasn't really used to letting that part of herself shine. And so this really became about self-compassion and self-love. And as she says, having, I wanna be brave enough to see myself differently. And so I love that because I really hope that it inspires other people, other women to, to be brave enough to let your light shine and be brave enough to, to see yourself with love and compassion and all of the beauty that you have to offer inside and out. And I think Elizabeth and Fiona were the right people to be there to witness what Florence was going through. I know I had seen some comments online about why isn't Molly there? Molly's her best friend. And I think that there's a couple of reasons. The first is Molly is kind of vibrating. She's in full wedding planner mode. Yeah. And then if we remember in episode nine, there's that moment where Florence starts to open that, that box of Oh, I want to be anything but ordinary Florence. And Molly immediately says, hey, 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 even ordinary Florence is extraordinary. And I thought, well, you know, that's very relatable because I have people who are very close to me that if I start to talk down about myself, like my husband, if I say, oh, I don't feel like I look so good there, he will be the first one to say, don't you dare talk about the woman I love like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't even entertain it. Yeah. So I think Molly, we sort of get the idea that she won't even entertain that kind of talk with Florence. And in that moment, Florence really needed counsel. She needed someone to listen and to be empathetic and compassionate and to then respond from that very thoughtful place. And we know Florence is, she has a very deep friendship with Fiona and also with Elizabeth. And so they were the right audience to that moment and the ones to really help bridge the gap between what Florence was discovering and being able to take that step and make that decision. Okay, this is it. Yeah. I'm gonna do this for me today. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna let myself be beautiful today. Yeah. And and so I thought it was really, really lovely. It was. It was. It was. And, and and Rothgar, you this whole season have played Ned like a young schoolboy. I mean, like your facial expression. <laughs> I mean, as an actor, watching you as an actor, it's been so much fun to see your how you express your face and you light up when you see her, when she talks to you, when you sneak into the uh, the barbershop, that's a great scene. Um so I mean, so were you, so how do you find how do you find that within yourself? How do you find that? I uh, how do I find that? Jeez, I don't even know. I think that just I think that's I think that's who Ned is. I think I just let Ned do that. Uh, yeah, how do I find that? Gosh, I don't know. I mean, that scene that scene in the in the in the, where where I go in and where I have cold feet. That was uh, yeah. I mean, he obviously at the beginning of that he he's pretty uh, he's pretty wound up. So I think. Maybe that maybe that's where the energy comes from. I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, because because you because you, you really you really presented that, and it was and she had and her she her character <laughs> had to uh, 
had to kind of reassure you in the way that Florence does. And again, great lines, great writing in that scene too, that maybe kind of tear up. It was, it was just wonderful. Oh yeah, I would just say it's amazing dialogue, you know, with knitting warmer socks. Yes! I think Love it that. just works so well between you two. Like yeah, that was, I think that was my favorite moment. I think that was my in in the whole episode because I, I that that again is another one of those things where Ned's lost and then Florence is just like it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Were you guys shocked that the first kiss was there and not at the wedding? Because I was like, oh, they're doing a kiss now. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm like, fine, I can. I mean, you can do whatever you want. I mean, you're grown ups. But I was like, oh, we're going to do it now and not the first one at the. Were you guys surprised? I know. Well, that was something that was really on my mind. So as we were sort of moving towards the wedding scene, I contacted John and I said, hey, like, <laughs> when is Florence and Ned, when are they going to have their first kiss? Because I think it has to be a moment. Like, I have, think it has to be a thing. And and this was sort of starting to come up for me during the, uh, the episode where Ned has a, a really serious health scare, episode seven. And so I was like, there's an opportunity for us to get a kiss in there if if that's the right place for it, I'm not sure it's the right place. And so that sort of, John was like, you're absolutely right. It has to be an event. It has to be something. So stand by, noted, <laughs> noted. And you know, and I think when we did that scene, Rothgar, like, I think, you know, your energy coming in was kind of nervous. And I think probably <laughs> you were just nervous because I was nervous too, right? Because it was like, like Rothgar's and, and I are friends. And right. so it's weird to be like, okay, uh, we're going to take our friendship to a whole new level. Um, this, is, this, is good. this could potentially be um, nerve wracking. And so I think we just kind of agreed to let ourselves be where we really were, you know, in that and moment. I, and I remember, uh, and I remember uh, asking Loretta as an actor, hey, do you want to, do you want to kiss like privately beforehand? <laughs> no, no, just to, to, just to see how, you know, to work it out or to try just to get the nerves out of the way or something. And, uh, and uh, Loretta was like, no, no, I, I think like, we can no. just do it. <laughs> <laughs> And let that be. So that tension was real, which I think kind of, kind of worked. Yeah. Totally. I was like, no, 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 because it, it's Ned and Florence's first time. It should be Rothgar and Loretta's first time too, right. because right. you know maybe there'll be something about that that will read right. And yes, we're probably going to do more than one take, but let's try. Let's try and see how it informs the scene. Right. What I also love about that scene is that I'm wearing a towel on my head. <laughs> <laughs> the most romantic moment that has happened to Florence in forever and she's wearing a towel on her head but I also just kind of love that because I was like hey man if we're gonna get married take me as I am that's right, right. it's that's not gonna right. be all you know fabulous wedding gowns this is gonna be you know a towel on my head every night oh, you were beautiful in that towel it yeah. towel head, so it completely forgot there was a towel but I love that because it did feel so genuine on screen and James you can attest that for the last few episodes of our after show I was like when are they gonna kiss they should have yeah. kissed during the the Ned's Dead's episode I was like that's when you kiss your man when someone wakes up from a major <laughs> surgery he was like that's when you do it but it was like missed opportunity but I'm glad that it finally happened and it was in private too so like you two could enjoy yeah, each other's presence and that moment between these two characters finally coming together in a way that we've always wanted 
And and I love that we saw that because that kind of felt like in lieu of the vows that we didn't get to see at the wedding. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, those sort of were our vows in some weird way, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it felt like, uh, not to say an alternative, because we didn't see the vows. So and maybe this is a two-part question, but uh, um, was there, for the wedding actual scene, were there actually more that was filmed or scripted that question, yeah. was left on the cutting room floor and we might be able to see, or was it just that? No, it was just that. And I think we really discovered doing that scene in the barbershop, like, this is it. You know, Ned is is coming to to the barbershop and saying things like, you always see the best in me. That's kind of a vow, you know, and with Florence, you know, she's really, I was quite uh, impressed with the wisdom and grace that Florence presented in that scene, because as Loretta, I just don't know that I would have been that understanding. <laughs> if my fiance had come to me like an hour before the wedding and said, ah, I'm not sure that I would have been able to say, you know, well, I'll just knit you thicker socks. I think I would have been like, what are you talking about? Um, so, but it was great in that I think everything that Florence was expressing was exactly what Ned needed to hear. And she was saying, I will accept you for who you are, all of your insecurities and all of your unsurety. And if you don't want to do this, then there's no pressure from me because I love you and I want what's best for you. And so I thought that was a very mature and graceful way uh, to to express um, her vow to him. Yeah, very wise. Yeah, <laughs> not as wise as Loretta. <laughs> Are you crazy? She's <laughs> very level-headed. I applaud her for that. <laughs> yeah. And Roth and Rothgar, you had basically a scene where we learned something about another character that apparently, and it was it was fun. I loved the, again the writing, the way the it unfolded, the conversation unfolded. Like, oh. When you and Gal were talking, putting on the, I guess the boutonnieres or whatever you put them on there, whatever you called them back then. Um, and you're like, I know you write her yeah. every week. And in fact, it was like, he goes, when I look out my, I have my, I might sit at my desk, I look across at the cafe and see her name. We all went, oh, Abigail. Yeah. Uh, you said, you, you said, I, 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 you mentioned how much you like the fact that they're doing this and that you'll keep it a secret between you guys. That was very interesting, wasn't it? Rothgar? Yeah, it was. We, and I had to pin those boutonnieres on live too. Those were, oh. because they, were, they weren't the magnet thing. They were the real pins and everything. Oh, really? So had oh, wow. To, yeah, yeah. So uh, when when I'm actually pinning that on uh, Martin, and I had to say that and my lines at the same time. Hey, okay. <laughs> he's a real, he's a trained professional. He could do it. And I know Martin, uh, that, that is, that's true. That when uh, you sit in Martin's chair, I've sat in Martin's chair in, in the office there, Gowan Petroleum. And when you look across that, you do, you see. The, oh, uh, really? The guy okay. Right there. Good. <laughs> it's a real thing that Martin came up with. Uh, so yeah, that was a, yeah, that was a nice moment too, wasn't it? A nice kind of, yeah. and again, that's another one of those things where uh, Ned has a certain formality because being in the, that guy who has to keep secrets because he's the one seeing the mail go in and out. And so he knows who everybody is, uh, is corresponding with. And then letting his guard down a little in that moment to, to have a chat with, uh, with Gowan about that. 
Nice. Yeah, I, never thought about, I never thought you, you're right. I never thought about it before. The mail person knows everything. Everything. And when the, <laughs> and the telegrams too, and the telegrams, when right. I deliver the telegrams, right. I have to read all the information. So there's a certain, uh, yeah, formality and, and respect that you have to have because you have to maintain a kind of decorum because yeah, you know these secrets, yeah. Between Ned and the mail and Florence and the telephone, we know all of Hope Valley's secrets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, really, Dr. I want to ask you a question because we have to ask the other guests on our show about this. Did you ever think you'd be on a period piece show, especially for, I mean, about eighth season, um, has it has it has it taught you anything about like yourself like in terms of being a man today versus then that's really interesting because i often use my grandfathers who were both uh in this area uh, uh back in the day so i often think of it, it kind of makes me think of them and what they were going through and, and their lives in some way so yeah it's a kind of neat i mean i i gotta say i just love it i love 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 being in that town there there are nights Sometimes when we're shooting at night and then the whole town is lit up and the townspeople are carrying lanterns and stuff and it'll be a beautiful summer night. And it's just, it's a magical, magical time and a magical place to be. So yeah, no, I, I, it's made me think a lot about, about my grandparents and that time. So yeah, yeah, I have given it some thought. I like that, I like that. Rissa? Oh, I love that. So now these two are finally married. Um, do you think we'll see, I mean, usually we don't see the honeymoon, but we see what happens afterwards. Um, do, do we get to see a little bit of the Team Floyo and their life continuing after the wedding? Life resuming in the mercantile or like any of uh, the first, you know, life together, those type of moments? You will. <laughs> <laughs> She's we're good. She's good. Take it away. We're not done. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you'll you'll see us around. <laughs> Keep an eye out for Floyo and uh, and uh, what uh, what being newlyweds is like for them. Okay. That's <laughs> all she can say. That's all, all I say. can say. That's all I can say. We get in trouble. But also, we have, we have to mention before you know, anything. Katie came back. We had Katie. I mean, we had to have her. She had to come, of course. Um, unfortunately for, for Florence, only she had Paul, the older sister couldn't make it uh, to the to the way because of the college. It was explained she was in college. But so for you to have to have her come back, that's I mean, that's a, that must be great for you just to see her and, and have your daughter come back. Have a little conflict. Yeah, it was great. Lar Larissa, that was and you know, it's an odd thing because uh, I've only met her before we shot this. I'd only met her, I think, once. Uh, on set because the way it worked is she was off in there originally when I was away so I never actually met the woman but I thought she did a wonderful job mm -hmm. uh, yeah it was cool for Ned it was a, it was uh that was another nice moment and I thought the way he introduced way Tinker introduced her and her having conflict about wanting me to get married I thought that was a lovely lovely uh, bit of little challenge for us to overcome yeah, we get to see Elizabeth talk to her, you know, and kind of, you know, and, and we get to hear why Katie had such a, it wasn't a problem with Florence. She was like, she was a lovely, it was just like she was a kid, it was a, it was a lovely lady, but it was just yeah. it was more out of you and a concern for you versus, which is very realistic, versus her life in, you know, in Hamilton. Like, she's like trying to reconcile that a little bit, and there was a little yeah. guilt there and stuff, and it was, it was, it was good, it was good. It was yeah, good. I thought it was clever. 
And I thought she did a wonderful job too, because she just came on. I thought she knocked it out of the park. I thought she was really solid. Yeah, yeah. Well, again, we want to go ahead. Some more saying, I think. Oh, I was just going to ask, like, do we get to see more of Paul Jr.? Oh, yeah, Paul Jr. Because I mean, we're we're seeing uh, your the continuance and growth of both of your families now, and I kind of want to see Paul Jr. around. Stick around. I know. I would love that too. Um, I'm not sure that we see him in these final two episodes, but who knows what the future holds? I think we're all very very hopeful, you know, um, for the future of this show. And so, um, you know, anything is possible. Yeah. So yeah, I hope so. I loved working with with Everett. I thought that he was just such a darling and so sweet and so eager to please and really like a, a really good little actor and and uh, and I really believed that he was Florence's son because he was very well behaved. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 he was. He and he was building a moment between Allie. I was like, something yes. could be growing here. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Stick around. Oh, little yeah. tweens there. The so tweens. Yeah. Yeah, the tweens. I love that. I would well, love to see him stay yeah. around. Well, we want to thank you both for taking the time to sit with us in the Hardies. There's 105 Hardies in here watching. Uh, before we before we let you go, what each of you like to say to the Hardies? Just because you know they they love you guys. They're saying nothing but glowing things about both of you. Rothgar, we'll start with you. What would you like to say to the Hardies? Hey, uh, a big love, big love to the Hardys. Thank you, thank you for watching. Thanks for being there. Thanks for everything. Yeah, and Loretta, you did. I know you did last time, but again, what would I say? That, so a special episode. What would I say to the Hardys? Because of that, such a special episode. I just really want to echo Rothgar. Thank you. I I see how much you have supported. Um, the show and how much you have championed uh, the storyline and the the generosity and love that you have shared with me and with many others it it really it does not go unnoticed so thank you so much and if you are contacting me on social media i will get back to you i'm just a little bit backlogged overwhelmed overwhelmed so get there she just got married give her some married yeah exactly well, thank you, both of you. Thank you so much. And you guys yes. are always welcome to come back on the show. You're friends of the show now. Um, to come back on. And we pray for season nine. Hopefully season nine happens. Would be yeah. divine. That's what. Nine would be divine. divine. Would be divine. <laughs> so everybody, please thank, uh, thank, uh, thanks to uh, Loretta Walsh and Rothgar Matthews. Thank you so much. And uh, we'll see. Everyone can follow you. I mean, I, I'm sure Hardy's know by now. But for those who don't, everyone can follow you. Yes, uh, you can follow me on Twitter or on Instagram at, at Loretta underscore Walsh. And Rothgar, you're not on social media, are you? I, I don't even have a phone, man. I'm, I'm not on anything. <laughs> you're the smart one. You're the smart one. Right. You can write me at the mercantile, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I like that. Snail mail. Snail mail. Snail mail. I love that. But thank you both, and, and please stay safe, and hopefully we'll see you tonight. And all your other projects that may be happening. So thank you very much. Thank you for a beautiful episode. Yes. Thank oh, thank you. So thank you, James. Thanks, Marissa. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Thank you guys have a good night. And I know it's like, how do you do this? How do we do that? Let's see. Uh,
technical stuff, guys. And the technical stuff, we got it. And there we go. Okay, there you go. And how great were they? They were good. They were they were wonderful. So, but, you know, we bring this to you, Hardy. This is what we bring to you all these wonderful actors from our show that we love so much. Um, and yeah. uh, they gave us some great. They always they give us some. They gave us some good insights, some good behind the scenes stuff. They did. Yeah, things to look forward to too. They were a little hush hush about it, but you know, not to spoil anything. I I, I understand that. You have, to, you have to be careful. Yes, you have to be careful. So I understand right. that too. We want to know more. Yeah, you guys do too. Um, but yes, they were great, folks. Um, so now, so we're about to. Re so the episode we basically talked about most of the episode, obviously, because it was about them. But there are some things to talk about. There's a few things to talk about, obviously, um, that did happen around it. Mainly, one of the main things we're we got to talk about. I hate talking about it because it's so makes you so on edge. It's I think I know. Elizabeth. I know. They didn't make up. Not really. I mean, they didn't. I know. I have it in my notes. I was like, all right, at least Elizabeth acknowledged she wasn't acting like herself and behaving like herself, but she still didn't truly apologize. No. Right. No apology that wasn't right okay folks that wasn't right it was kind of like because she kind of she kind of looked because rosemary even looked like like what was that like i mean like it was kind of like okay we have to get to put it to put our differences aside because of, aside. i'm like but there's really no differences oh, Elizabeth, you're the one who's making the differences i know i was like i thought for sure they were gonna make up in this way and the whole episode they really didn't tension I you know with the knife, and it's heart wrenching. I know our two favorite gals having a moment between each other. No, everybody's agreeing. It was a disappointing apology. She didn't apologize. I'm upset. She it's not an apology. She did not clearly say the words "I'm sorry for how I acted, for how I made you feel, how I treated you." X, Y, and Z. None of that. We didn't see. Yeah, anything. it was it was weird. I was like, okay, so she's acknowledging how she's been. I thought that's good. Because she's acknowledging it. At least she's acknowledged. But she took it took her, but it took her speaking of that to actually get to Nathan at the end finally. Because the whole episode there, she was still giving him looks too. Like just like so the whole episode. So she acknowledged she hasn't been acting herself. She talked to Ned about missing Jack. All this stuff was making sense. Kind of was like I was waiting for her to kind of go to Rosemary, go to Nathan, and go, okay, here's what's going on, kind of thing. And right. um, she did it with Nathan, but not with Rosemary. I, I have it written and I'll the, the quote when she had her conversation with Ned. Okay. Um, the whole, if anyone should understand, I think it would be you, Ned saying that. But in all honesty, I still struggle with it, but there will always be uncertainty in life. But if we start to shrink back from those things that might hurt, well, then our greatest risk is possibly never experience our greatest joy. And then I wrote in my notes, that sounds nice. But slightly hypocritical, Elizabeth. I hope you take your own advice. Well, it's funny. Sheila Calloway said, at least Elizabeth was talking to people instead of arguing with them. That's pretty funny, Sheila. She was. She was actually talking to us. She wasn't yelling. Well, this is, honestly, after all these stressful episodes of The Triangle, it was nice to see Elizabeth being the Elizabeth that we know, giving advice and talking to, like, three individual people um heck you can even count four with nathan at the end but like actually truly talking to people and making them feel better about themselves um this is the elizabeth that we know this is the elizabeth that redeems all the flaws that we have seen over her character this season 
and like Joyce said, she thought it was funny that Molly was with her flittering around the whole, I mean, they were, they were everywhere. They were everywhere. I kind of like that too. It was nice to see her do something yeah. other than being a triangle. Yes. Oh, it's just like, oh, this is, this is because those, this episode did feel like, and I, I said this in the chat room, people were agreeing with me, like classic mm -hmm. when it comes to heart. It yes. Felt, it, it yeah. Like, I'm glad it did because this is how many weddings have we've had on the show now? This is like four. Um, and I'm and every wedding episode has been great. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad they didn't really taint it all that much with the stressful love triangle between the three of them. There was a slight, ever so slight moment yeah. between, you know, when Elizabeth was going to talk to Nathan out in the street and Lucas was just giving this glare. But it wasn't more than that. And that I accept because this is not their episode. No. It's and not a love triangle episode. It, that is... That's such a disservice to Team Floyo if they did that. That's why they kept that little scene between Lucas and Nathan. Very, it was a very short scene. It was kind yeah. of like you know, Ali came and saw me. Blah blah blah. It was just really, it's just like we told you know, just you know, make sure whatever. But it was, it was very short. It was a very short scene. It didn't overpower anything. It was like, oh okay. <laughs> like I'm like okay. Um, I there's still, still there's still tension though. There, um, well, when, when Rosemary goes. Um, you know, society difficult because well, friends always remain friends. And she said that line about friends remain friends. So she was, she's okay. Like Rosemary's like, I'm, you know, I didn't do anything wrong. I'm here for you. But right. Rose said, Elizabeth had the wall was up. It was up. And I'm like, that line should have been best friends should remain best friends, not right. just friends. Right. Um, we'll get there. I know we'll eventually finally have the moment between Elizabeth actually yeah. fully and generally a pile. Apologizing. Yes. It was not this episode. It was not this episode. But she did apologize to Nathan. He finally said, I know. She came and she's sorry. She said everything I said last episode. <laughs> yeah, yes. Legitimately, like verbatim, I could have written. Not discredit right, <laughs> the writers because they're really. Yes. But, but that's it's literally brings up all the points I said last episode where. Jack was doing his job. He would have filled in for anybody. It just so happened to be Nathan. Yeah. And Nathan had no, no part in Jack's death. And I, I'm glad that Elizabeth was aware of that. Yeah. I, but I'm so glad. So am I. I'm glad they, they finally they yeah. did that. And I was like, good. It's not, she knows it's not his fault. He grabbed her hands. Lucas saw it, of course, whatever that means. The hand holding comes like, yeah, oh. like well, okay um i, <laughs> I was like oh elizabeth you now know what nathan's hands feel like you, you, do. Do. you do girl but so it's funny is because earlier in the episode when um when ned says to her kind of you at least you found some kind of new kind of joy or whatever and she was kind of like it's not what i thought it was. it's not like she's i've got the line she, i didn't write it down the line she said it was kind of like, it's not what she thought it would be or whatever it's and so I go, oh, so she's with Lucas, but it's not exactly what she's not exactly all in. I mean, I mean it was like, it, became, it was up for interpretation. Like, oh, okay. She's not completely happy. She's not, because she hasn't completely found. And she's well, not she, happy. Not, and she's not completely sure no. about true. who she wants to be with. True. If she wants to be with anybody. That's true. I mean, she keeps toying with the idea that she's going to be with Lucas. Yes. But when she's with, like, 
with Lucas, she's looking over here towards Nathan. So True. we really don't know. She's conflicted. She's still conflicted. Yeah. Uh, Janessa. Oh, I like the name Janessa. Janessa Buchanan. I sound like a soap star. Um, I'm glad they cleared the air so we can move on. So I agree. I kind of feel like, okay, now that's happened. So now no more snarls. No more, you know, more yelling. It should be okay. They should be okay. At least friendly, if anything else. It should be okay now. Um, let's right. Hopefully that happens. Hopefully. But also, I mean, maybe this is more towards Lucas, because we see more of Lucas's reaction every time that Elizabeth talks to Nathan. Well, come on, Lucas. Be a little bit more secure than that. Elizabeth can talk to any guy, and you not have a judgmental look or like, oh, what's going to happen? Yeah. Every time Elizabeth talks to Nathan, we always see a shadow look just be like, What's yep. I'm like, just be a little bit more confident in this relationship, Lucas. Yes, yes. And it shows a lot of uh, lack of trust on Lucas's part if he doesn't trust Elizabeth with another man. Yes. So I guess we'll see how that, I mean, I, I feel like I'm so tired talking about it at this point. It's like, okay, well, let's, 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 let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. We got two episodes left. But, but another couple that, again, this whole season, and you said it last week perfectly, I feel like they needed one episode or two episodes for this storyline, just full stop, of maybe a B story, C story, whatever, is Jesse and Clara. It's like, so wait a minute, now, wait a minute, so now we know it was stolen money? I mean, I, I'm like, I don't know, when did we find that out? I don't remember that. Because at first it sounded like it was just a bad investment on right. Jesse's part. And yeah, he's young, maybe he's not great at investing money. But now it was stolen? So that guy is, I went to the guy's name, is Wayman, uh, Wyman, no, Wyman Walden is his name. Who Wyman Walden. Well, he showed him in front of Fiona. And that was, mm. I mean, he was, he was weird, kind of like, it was like, that's gonna about. I know. And James, you know how I feel about random men coming to this town. I know you do. You never, you never you like You all that. know how I feel when never. random men come to the town. I am first to distrust until they give me a reason to trust. You're, you are. That's true. But I could see, I was like, oh, he's up to something. And then sure enough, 10 seconds later, Jesse's running after him. Out of nowhere. I knew it. I knew something was up with him. But I didn't know that. I was like, I was like, why is Jesse running out? And he fell. He couldn't get. And it was like, I thought he was. I was like, Jesse doesn't have a car. He seemed like he had an ulterior motive. Even just talking to Fiona in thirty seconds, I was like, this guy wants something. He's looking for something. Right. Right. But see, I thought it was tied to which this all maybe tied to. We found from the previews this whole investment stuff in the in the town. So, mm-hmm. but it's but so then I guess Jesse's in tied to that too. But again, there's a scene missing. There's, I mean, there's a scene, I feel like I don't know. What, I'm like I don't know what's going on there. It's like so. And Clara's okay. She knows, obviously. I guess. And they're. Oh, I don't. Know, I, was, I was confused. Yeah. Okay. Wyman Walden. Yes. He. That was the man who stole mine and Clara's savings. Lousy thief. And then later on, when they're at the the ceremony, we have to keep looking forward to all the good things of life and Clara's. Like I feel like that was. The really quick moment where Clara like truly forgave Jesse. Yeah, I guess. Stop apologizing. I was like, first of all, he hasn't apologized. We haven't seen him apologize. Um, but okay, I guess it was implied. Yeah. Um, but we I have to keep like it forward. So finally, they're good. They they're are. Good. They're good. Now good. Last week they were still like working things out, but right. now this week I think they're finally good again. 
but to bring this guy Wyman yeah. into their lives, like oh. I just thought, I mean, everybody's talking in chat about what they think happened. I mean, again, I, I kind of get pieced together from this. What kind of, I just like, where is the scene for it? I'm just going, again, with these choppy scenes, I was wondering, I feel like there's a scene or two that just could have happened that go, oh, that's what happened. I feel like they're just kind of fast tracking the relationship forward. Like, I'm just going, well, I mean, I don't know. So anyway, I was just, I was just like, okay, well, I guess that's what's going on now. They're talking to Nathan about it. So okay, that's what's going on. Right. I guess but also, my question is like, all right, what kind of investment was it, Jesse? Right. What kind of investment was it? A Ponzi scheme? Because it sounds like this guy was scheming people. Um, oh yes, Jesse did. Oh, sorry, what, what kind of said, Jesse what did kind say of... he was sorry last night, and she said it's okay or something like that. So well, she said. It, Stop apologizing. Yes. But that wasn't, ugh, maybe this is just me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I just wanted to see more as an audience. I, member. Was, well, I did. I, was I wanted more. to see two minutes on screen where Jesse is truly and genuinely apologizing for everything that he did with our money. We didn't. We didn't. You know why? Because all that time went to Christopher and Rachel. We did not go to them. Oh, we couldn't have now. Two, they couldn't put in the budget two minutes. Of Jesse and Clara actually right. like working out their issues, right. not and, briefly scheming, skimming over it and be like, "Okay, we're good." And and Rachel and Christopher are gone, so they, they're not even on. So there you go. I know. I know. So Sorry, I, I'm getting all worked up. I know. Just, I know that. And the, one of the other things that the other you knew that was going to be a short-lived relationship, and yet we're still talking about them. Yeah, I know. Now another couple we have issues with, obviously, and I still don't know what's going on with them. Uh, Team Infirmary, uh, Car uh, Carson and Faith. Again, it's like they're walking a beautiful countryside, but they're still. He's like, I won't to the industry. I'll, I'll turn it down. And she's like, No, you have to. I'm like, Okay, so now, now, now they're going back and forth now. Oh, yeah, and Carson's just being indecisive. And uh, <sighs> well, the whole conversation, like, um, with them and him turning it down, but Faith now realizing, like. No, that's not what you want. You're only turning it down for me. I'm paraphrasing, of course. Yes. But um, <sighs> I know that again, it's like we don't see enough of them anyway. It's like just kind of again, they're kind of throwing them in here and there. Another one's like this weird kind of storyline. Back in the old days, it would have been like an episode, probably. They would have been the B story or whatever. It's, I just feel like when I say B story, for you guys know what I mean, so there's usually an A story, a B story, sometimes a C story. It's like there's the main story, a, a supporting story. I mean, so I, just, I just feel like in the old days, it would have been one of those stories. With a couple episodes, it would be good. But, just, but this is like, what, seven episodes in? Six episodes in? It's just, it's just like... No. All right, James, here's my question, because Royal Masterpiece, hello, um, put in the chat. Okay. I can't see them getting engaged. They are in two different worlds. So my question to you, do you think they'll actually get engaged, get married, or actually move to Baltimore? What do you think is going to happen? Maybe and that's prediction, this but. season has been so unpredictable in many ways. I have no idea. You know what I mean? Seriously, I, I mean it, it could be any of the above. It could be all. It could be. All, it could be something different, Marissa. It could be none of the three, and something totally different. Think about. I know. Plot twist: He's actually going to San Francisco. Right. Exactly. Know. That could totally happen. Like we have no idea. No idea. I have no, no idea. but like, and again, I said this last episode. Every single time we see these two, their decisions in their life are completely different. Like last episode, Carson said he was going to go to Baltimore. This episode, he's not. 
the episode before last episode he said he wasn't so he's like yes no yes no he's we don't know we really now we're at the point where we honestly don't know what's gonna happen they're all team pick a lane i love that thanks very um this yeah, this storyline feels the most unnecessary drawn up. I agree. Everybody's like, I have no clue either. People are like, I don't. I mean, I really, I mean, really, I don't. I can't even make a prediction because it's they're so because they don't. Yeah, I don't know. I really don't. Don't know. I, they don't know either. I think that's also the problem is they don't know. It's like I mean, what too many couples now? I mean, I go, are you going to gloss over this couple for another? There couple? are a lot of couples. Like maybe, I no, I hate to say it. Like maybe something's got to give. Um, not yeah, it. I don't know. Um, that's yeah. uh, we saw, we learned a little bit about Winnie. I mean, Minnie. I said Winnie. Minnie. 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 About her, that she learned how to bake and cook from her housekeeper. Mm-hmm. I was like, does she come from money? She might. I thought so too. I was like, not with her parents? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, sip it. Is it your mom? Oh no, my, our housekeeper, Ruthie. Housekeeper. Okay, she has a housekeeper. Okay, had a housekeeper growing up. So I'm curious to see, does she come from money, maybe? So that was very interesting. That's just one little thing we learned. I'm just trying, because we don't know much about Minnie. I'm just like (laughs) imagining and building her character backstory in my head. Like maybe she didn't have uh, parents around. Because if she did come from money, maybe she didn't have that genuine love that she got from her parents, which might actually, in turn, make her why she's so overprotective of Angela. That makes sense. It does. But I love, oh my God, you're right, she has the best lines. I love what she said to Carson, who's doing the cake. It makes somebody a good wife. I think that was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... He and he's the one who. You see the details on the wedding. Oh, well, good, good. I know. Uh, good. He's the surgeon. He's got them hands. He has hands, but then he showed a ring. So many about. It. I was like, oh. And he's uh, been carrying in his pocket since Christmas. Mm-hmm. What? A and long time. Is. So, hey, he's obviously not rushing into this relationship. No. Nope. Because I think that they have had plenty of time for him to actually properly pop the question yeah. so i think it's it's really a carson's doing he's not into this relationship because if he really wanted to marry her he would have properly proposed by now he has the ring he has the intention if he really wanted to he would have done it by now i agree um and meanwhile her man joseph the bell is up now um and but him and Lee yeah well almost almost it's in there um it's in that cart thing that cart yes but Lee and him are becoming really good friends and he wants to talk a business proposition which we didn't hear but he wants to talk a business proposition I was like oh interesting I like it I think it's not because I I think it'd be nice to have because I think right now they're kind of shipping I'm all shipping uh Nathan and Bill as friends and then they make and and because Lee and Jack are making they're making they're making kind of maybe him and Joseph as friends. Yeah, because yeah. Lee, I mean, there was always Lee and Jesse. They were kind of like yeah, they were kind of they were good father to a son yeah. kind of relationship. And yeah, because you know it was it was a lot of Lee and Jack, and Jack's no longer there, so Lee, Lee has to have a friend. 
a friend. A friend. Sorry, I went totally Illinois there. I love it. I love it. A friend. I know. So that was interesting. Um, <coughs> another little tidbit. Um, we got to see a little bit of Robert, Allie, and Paul. They're really going for it. It's kind of cute. They're going. They're going with that. I mean, it's uh, Javen is so tall, like grown. It's so it's crazy. No, it's crazy. And he um, looks so grown up with his mail. He has I know. And Allie's a little, she's a little firecracker. I mean, I like the actress. She's really good. She's a real little firecracker. And it's just, I mean, she like left the phones running to talk to boys. <laughs> like, oh my God. And it's like, hold like, up. First of all, you should not put a teenager at that job. Yeah, I know. I was laughing. I was like, mm-hmm. I thought it was really funny. Um, but I have it in my notes. Young love triangle. <laughs> yes, I love it. I, I love well, it. Well, that's what I'm saying. And like, I, I know people were saying that Paul Jr., you know, uh, at the, the actor, um, he ever he, he's only slated for two episodes, but I seriously I think he fits right along with the other children of Hope Valley, and he needs to stick around and be another student for Elizabeth. I agree, but I think you know by the end you know, of the show and all the dancing, I think they had Robert ask you know or Dan Allie to dance. So I think they're going that direction. Yeah, I mean they totally had Paul be there. Just to make Ellie steer into. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Um, and also, you know, uh, our girl Fiona and Hickam. I love Fiona. But her face when he said, well, "I think of you as my," and she's like, "Oh, you know." But then he's like, "Confidant." But her face said to me something like, "Ooh, maybe is she not really into him? Is she like just?" I'm not into this relationship. Okay, so you're not. You're not I'm in. Not. I think I said that before. I she is way too alpha for his beta. But sometimes that works sometimes. I know oh. it does. I know it does. Trust me, opposites attract. Yeah, but, all the time, all the time. I mean, I just I don't see it. Okay. I know that's not much of reasoning, but I think they have a great friendship. Which they they should. And I think it should stay at that because I don't see them actually gelling well as a romance because i think they're they got too platonic yeah to the point where they trust friend each zone, other friend zone yeah no friend zone but to the point where like they're actually he said confidant she's the only one that he told about his business plans yeah, like I, yeah. he tells her things for you know life work uh, and stuff like that, but not like deep down emotional connection, connecting on the emotional level. I just don't see it. And which, you know, and I, I love Fiona. Oh, yeah. Um, but I, just, I, I think it's just, um, she's the kind of person who would propose to a man before the man actually proposes to her, <laughs> and which is totally fine too. But I just, I think their personalities just don't mesh well for a romance. Well, I just love her. I love her character so much. So I'm like, I'm just like, I, she's a breath of fresh air on the show. She's just a, her character is a breath of fresh air, and she just I know, I everything, know. everything. Just so relief, <laughs> such a relief. Yeah, she is in the best possible way. She's like, she's the girlfriend that, like, the girlfriend best friend that I've always wanted. Yeah. I was like, I need one of those in life. Yeah, she <laughs> like, knows. I, I need a friend like Fiona. Yes. And. Can't forget as we as we start to wrap this up. Can't forget, Bill walks over to Molly and asks her to dance. Says she looked really pretty and asks her to dance. Yes, 
And they did confirm that Molly led out the surge. Yes, not the surge. He said, I never thought of you. But he goes, thanks for, goes, thanks for letting it out a little bit. I'm like, oh, I got to confirm this. And Marissa, they confirmed it because you caught that. Um, she confirmed it. So I thought that was, and he said, thank you. I, I got a little teary when he said, you know, thank you for the production and all that stuff after. It's like, that was very cute. That was, it was I, I still love, I still love that moment. That moment still warms my heart for this season. Um, and I think it's really, it's great. So I, I thought he acknowledged it, said thank you, and they were dancing. So they are a slow burn of a couple, and I love it. Me too. Actually, me too. I don't need them to be fast. That's fine. I think yeah, it's, I think you it's don't fine. need to be fast. Like no. Flo Yo, they were fast, but we also really enjoyed it. No. And their relationship that works and makes sense. And Bill and Molly make sense. Um, but we're seeing it at like completely a different pace. But sometimes, you know, real love does burn slowly. It does. Now, folks in the chat are bringing up, and I've heard this before, of course, I think you guys want your feelings on it. Um, Fiona with either Lucas or Nathan. Like yes. whichever one. I agree. Do you agree? So you agree. Okay. Yeah. Totally agree. And no disrespect for Hickam, because, you know, we enjoy Hickam yeah. and whatnot. He actually deserves some love in it that does. time. Too. I don't think it should be with Fiona. Didn't, didn't it? Oh, I'm, I'm trying to think. I was like, I remember Katie in the street with the, her boyfriend, the guy yeah. who was always interested. I was like, Hickam needs a woman. Or I shouldn't say need a woman, but it'd be nice to see Hickam with a woman. I just, I'm not seeing the chemistry between those two. Yeah. I guess we'll see. So uh, we'll see if they become business partners. We'll see his whole pipe thing. He was, he told her about it. She said she'd think about it. Um, And a little cute moment at the wedding, um, because Lee and Rosemary literally were separate the whole episode. So when they came together, they were like, I haven't seen you all day. I was like, it's kind of funny. And he goes, you dressed yourself. It was, it was such a cute, their scene was so small, but it was so cute. It was so them. It was like, yeah. so them. Like, oh yeah, you, you, you dressed yourself. Yeah I, could, I, yeah, I did dress myself. Like, oh my goodness. They're like, I don't know how to play piano too. Like, really? Okay. Like, it was so cute. It was so cute. Right. And I felt it because that's so true in relationships where like the, you can have the person that you completely love, not see them for an entire day. And still, like, fall into your same ways together. Like, oh, this happened to me today. And they're still playful. Yeah. Um, even, like, hours apart. And I love that. They are truly a couple in love. They are. Um, and I think that's everything. I don't, I'm looking at my book. Like, that's, that's, that's everything. We talked about the wedding with, the, with, the, with them. I think that's, that's for this week. We got it. Oh, well, we do have to mention. For Team Floyo. The yep. engagement ring. Oh, that's right. At the end, he came out. That was a shocker too. It's like, oh, he goes, it finally came. Which is, you know, how male is. I don't, I don't, I know how male is. Um, <laughs> it was a pretty ring. It was very. I love the color right. and everything. It was beautiful. And Loretta actually posted a picture of it up close. Okay, yeah. Uh, of the ring, gorgeous. It, 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 I mean, it looked really beautiful. I was like, wow, what a nice I don't, ring. I don't know. It's it's a green type of stone. I so thought I it was know. emerald. Possibly, I'm not sure. Emerald's my first stone, so I was like, oh, is it? I'm a ruby. <laughs> I'm a ruby. Yeah, Ruby. So I'm in roll for May. So I couldn't tell, but it was like, but it was a beautiful, it was a beautiful ring. And I was like, oh, was like, I already have my set Usually people get an engagement ring first, and they get a wedding band. And sometimes they mix them together sometimes, or they do whatever. But it's yeah, it was, it was cute. It was cute. Um, they want to know predictions. I don't know. I mean, do we have? I mean, we already saw the rosemary. Okay. I mean, predictions. Predictions. I, ha- I have it. Okay, I have here it. comes Rika. She comes. <laughs> I have a couple. Just a couple. Okay. Just a couple. Okay. And then put 
as number one. Molly and Bill next season. I'll take it. I'm in. I'll take them. Their relationship is definitely going to like skyrocket in the yeah. next season. And It'll I'm totally I'm going to predict. I'm going to predict on that one. It's going to be um, hilarious. It's going to be a funny relationship. Hilarious. Mm-hmm. It'll be really fun because like they they can keep each other on each other's toes. But definitely Molly and Bill next season. And if it works up to their wedding, I'm totally for it. Me too. Um, and this investment scheme scam, yeah. I would like scheme scam. Scheme scam. Scam. And it put Detective Rosemary, which, and we all know that Rosemary is trying to find a new occupation in life. Mm-hmm. I think she'd be a great private investigator. I, I'm in it. I'm with you. And she could team up with Bill on cases. And you know how, like, when she gets focused on something, she just goes all in. That would be fun to watch. P.I. Rosemary. I'm in. I'm with that. That is her new calling. It's finding out issues that's going on in town and her solving it. And, yeah. I mean, Bill's an investigator. Do they have a detective? They saying, are she can work with them. She can work with Bill. Yeah. Work with Nathan. She, she can work with Bill and Nathan. Yes. And she, she again, she could be private investigator. She works on her own. I agree. I agree with that. Right. I, I w- actually I would love that. <laughs> because I mean, also with the times, how many female private detectives do you see? Private investigators? Right. Not a lot. And everybody's Not a lot. agree with you. They're all good. Rosie on the case. It's the only one I could think is like. Nancy Drew and Veronica Mars, we need more. We need more. Yes. Need more. And oh, also Jessica Jones got it those via. We, we need more female private investigators. They like, they like the idea. They see people like the idea. They do. It reminds me of the time Rosemary uh, Rosemary figured out Henry was cheating in, in poker in season two. Yes. Uh, so, yes. And Rosemary, Rosemary so, would be great. She's so Nancy Drew. That's so funny. Yes, she is very Nancy Drew. Very Nancy Drew. Yes, you can take Except it. older. You can tell um, you can very Nancy Drew. Right. I can see a big I think that would be an amazing profession for her. Yeah, I think so too. Amazing. But it, and, uh, also, I mean, it's not really a prediction, but we have to learn more about the, the team. Or not, sorry, not the team. Um, the, <laughs> there's so many teams on my, on my notes here. <laughs> um, the whole uh, school district yeah. thing. What's happening with that? You can't just bring another random dude to the town who we don't know and be like, uh, and like cut, ruffle some feathers with Elizabeth and not ever return back to that. That's not cool. They, we they, need they, answers. I think they will. I think they will. If they didn't, that wasn't a throwaway scene. I think, I think that that's meant to be something. Whether it's this season or next season, I think it's meant to be something. Well, I want more. She wants <laughs> so, more. More. Answers. Uh, and I also want to know what Gallon is going to tell Bill about the mine. We have that too. They dropped last that episode four. They dropped that knowledge. So we got to see what that's about too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I agree with that. I totally agree with that. Come back next episode. Oh, come, oh, they say he comes back next episode. Well, we'll I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. I didn't read. I haven't read anything. So they're saying return that the guy returned. Landis returns next week. Oh like, yeah, the 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 M Duke. Yeah. yeah, the guy. Why, Wyman Walden. Mm. That's not the last we're we're gonna see in that. Uh, yeah, and also and by extension, Jesse and Claire will finally somehow get their money back. 
I guess, right? I mean, it's the way you I mean, it'd be nice. Like Rosemary figures it out, one, and then Wyman confesses. Nathan puts him in prison, uh, or like uh, Bill um, convicts him. Nathan puts him in prison. All that, and then Jesse and Clara get their money back. <laughs> There's going to be a whole process with this dude. There you go. Ta I guess. Hmm. Investigative reporter. Yeah, so that's very interesting. 126 people. Thank you, guys. Thank you, More for every week. Thank you very much. And this show, I want to tell you, we're on the charts again. So we are in uh, in the Netherlands, which is Netherlands. Netherlands. Uh, in uh, Ireland, Australia, Canada, and of course, the U.S. And on my channel, it's like the top seven of ten shows on my channel you guys are watching all of them so thank you 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 hardies we we from across the world across the world and 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 the fact is that we have two episodes left only two left two left james wow it ends on my birthday this show ends on my birthday right our after show is on your birthday yes exactly i wish him Happy birthdays. Well, I will have Brian Bird on. So he'll be on with us talking about the whole season. Right. And we might have another person that day, too. Sorry, what? Say it again. We might have another person that day, too. Yeah, so, so, we, so, yeah, so just keep, so continue to follow us, Mia, Marissa. We're uh, working things out with more people. We're going to see some more people. I reached out to, some, I reached out to a couple people, too, actually. So we're going to see over the next two Mondays, we get some more people in here um, talking on the show. And we love you guys too. We, we, you know, thanks for saying you love us. We, we, you know, yeah. you have many choices in hardy material, um, but we're glad you're returning. You returned us every week and and, and continue Return to watch. Me. Watch Return to me. Return to me. Uh, uh, no, we do. I have no predictions because I just think. I mean, I this show is all over the place. I guess I don't know what's going on. I didn't ask you if I have any predictions. Yeah, James, did you have a prediction? No, or I, 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 seriously, I'm just like sitting back, going, I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, these last few episodes, anything's possible, right? I mean, anything is possible. It's this season's true. been very predictable. This been a very most seasons I can usually predict something. This this season's been really hard to predict for me. I know you are much easier, but for me, I'm like some things are hard. But like with Team Infirmary, I can't predict that anymore. No, not at all. Like, how's I it can't. gonna go? I, I mean, literally, how's it gonna go? But yes, the season's gone by too fast. Remember, we got two extra episodes of season two. Yeah. Right? Normally we'd be done. This would be our finale. Uh, this would be our last one, but we get two more, so you can see us in May. Uh, so, but thank you guys for watching, and we're someone that can find you on the social media platforms. Everyone can follow me at Serafini TV. That's right, and you can follow and- me. We're all James Lott Jr. So sold at James Lott Jr. on all social media platforms. That person who I was gifted that from, I talked to her the other day. Actually, she's doing really well. It's Alexis Torres. Alexis, that's yeah, right. that's okay. who I got it from. Hold that from Alexis. Yeah, she let me have it. So I, said, I know. You know, you know, you know, because you just say it all the time. So let me have it, and that's mine. Uh, but she's doing great. Um, and again, and also follow this channel, JLJ Media. Thank you for everybody who is following this channel. We had our amazing last two weeks. We've hit ten thousand views every week. I just hit a hundred thousand downloads this week of uh, the last year. So thank you so much for listening to us. All you podcast listeners, hi. I mean, because I know you guys are listening to us and making the show a hit there too. Um, and, uh, and, then, and then you're watching it. So please share with all the Hardys. Thank you to the Hardys groups on Facebook. We love you. All of you, all of you guys are just, I mean, all the groups are great. For uh, everyone who also just posts our show. They too. do, yes. And, like, oh, yeah. and helps promote it, not just us doing promoting, like they also promote it to the people in Pirates Happy. 
Yeah, exactly. You, know, you guys know you all totally do this. You know, help us out because once you get the word out, it's great. We're a strong community of Hardies, and we love this. And maybe there'll be an HFR something coming up next year or so. Let's keep our fingers crossed. Hey, maybe next year. Maybe next and year. Hopefully, the world kind of resumes a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope so. So we can see you guys in person. But right, thank you for, yes, thank you for watching, everyone. Please be safe out there. Have lots of compassion. We'll see you next time, Hardy. See you next Monday. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.